1: Good Risings. I'm Jackie.
0: And I'm Brian.
1: And this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. If you joined us last week, you'll recall we discussed all things drama. We talked protecting our energy, protecting their energy, and we covered a few of the primary drama-causing behaviors, complaining and gossip, overreactions, and the victim mentality.
0: Exactly. And this week, we're continuing in that same vein. We're talking about five behaviors we as a people need to reel in you'll know exactly what i mean when i tell you the first topic of the week which is road rage
1: mm-hmm. this habit obviously exists on a spectrum we have people who get frustrated with bad drivers we have people who take the time to mean mug or flip other drivers off then we have the people who become retaliatory swerving cutting off brake checking and then there's extreme cases which lead to violence
0: I don't think I've been on the road in recent years and not witnessed some kind of minor rage-related incident. According to the American Psychology Association, 50% of polled drivers admit to responding to careless acts of other drivers with aggressive behaviors themselves. And as we all know, even minor retaliatory incidents can lead to serious accidents.
1: Still, in 2019, 82% of polled drivers admitted to committing an act of road rage at some point that year. And according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, an estimated 66% of traffic fatalities are the result of aggressive driving.
0: Right. So why? Why can't people relax? What's the deal with the point proving, the retaliatory performances, the outright vicious behavior, that most people flat out would not be doing if they weren't behind the wheel of a car. Psychotherapist Dr. Barry Markell, in an interview with WebMD, refers to overcrowding studies with rats, explaining that rats are usually okay until there's one rat too many in an enclosed space, and then they all turn on each other. He adds, there are far more people on the road than ever before. Crowding causes aggression. Of course, as Markell points out, People in a grocery store line can also get stressed and annoyed. But in a grocery store line, everyone involved is a person. The woman with the screaming kids is clearly a mother. The woman fumbling with the credit card machine is someone's grandmother. Put simply, we can't turn people into villains when we can see who they are. And the heavy metal of our cars becomes a safe haven where we feel particularly invincible.
1: And yet we really aren't at all. Car accidents are the leading cause of death in the United States for people under the age of 54. 38,000 people die this way each year, and another 4.4 million are seriously injured to the point of needing medical attention.
0: This might be a good time for me to admit that up until my late 20s, this is something that I really struggled with. I've never been the kind of person who wants to pull you out of your car and fight you, but was I getting angry about the way people drive? My God, yes. Our 65 mile per hour freeway speed limits already make me feel like I'm literally crawling from one place to the next. I couldn't fathom wanting to go even slower than that. I couldn't understand why people didn't grasp simple traffic laws like slower traffic to the right. Use your signal. It's literally a flick of your pinky. Don't drive in people's blind spots. Accelerate when you're merging onto a freeway.
1: Some people get behind the wheel of a car and they're on. It's second nature. Some people get behind the wheel of a car and it's scary. I think the thing that really helped change my perspective on this is understanding that driving is an athletic skill.
0: It's hand-eye coordination. It's spatial awareness. It's reactionary timing. So as I'm driving, speeds might feel a little slower to me because I've been athletic my entire life. I was raised in sports and I never stopped. I'm hyper aware of the cars around me, often several cars behind me and in front of me. I'm looking hundreds of feet ahead. I don't drive behind vehicles that block my view. And all this stuff happens naturally.
1: What we really have to understand is that it's just not like that for some people things are unfolding more quickly for them. They don't have the same confidence in their ability to react. They're not as aware of the traffic around them. And so they're weary of driving faster because they don't feel like they're in control of the situation. It's also the types of cars we're driving. Some cars aren't as smooth. Some cars don't accelerate as well. So while 65 miles per hour might feel like a totally outdated speed limit for me and my vehicle, it might feel like an unsafe speed for someone else, their vehicle, and their state of mind.
0: Right, and the state of mind brings me to the next point. A good friend of mine, someone I consider a mentor really, once mentioned that he learned to stave off his frustrations driving when he started considering all the pain these drivers may be experiencing. That really struck a chord with me. It sits with me every time I find myself getting frustrated with the way someone's driving. We just don't know what people are going through. We don't know if they're battling cancer, if they just lost a loved one, if they can't make ends meet financially. We don't know what's distracting them mentally, emotionally, and physically.
1: That idea goes for so many aspects in life, so many interactions. I think we've heard that saying a million times, We don't know what other people are going through, but that's one of those things you can hear, even know, and then never apply. Bottom line is, it's an idea that needs to be applied.
0: We're not saying that other drivers aren't distracted or on their phones, doing their makeup, juggling food, taking care of children. We're not saying some people aren't terrible drivers. In fact, we're saying some people really are terrible drivers. People are totally distracted. And these kinds of people will undoubtedly cause accidents. In fact, their behavior may even lead to an accident so bad it kills them or someone else on the road.
1: And with that knowledge, we're imploring you, don't be the person it kills. Don't aggravate the situation by being reactive. Don't be the teacher honking your horn, flipping them off, screaming out your window. Surely no one believes this is actually going to teach anyone anything. Instead, allow those moments to be your teacher. Use these instances of frustration to practice patience. Reflect on your awareness. Find gratitude in your ability to drive well and pass at a safe distance. Bottom line, when it comes to road rage, we can all do our part to reel it in.
0: If today's topic is resonating with you, we welcome you to bring your thoughts over to our Instagram account at Good or you can find me at B McMuffin,
1: And you can find me at JacquelineMwood underscore one.
0: If you're enjoying your time with us here on Grateful Grains, we'd love it if you drop by and give us a good review. You know we appreciate the support. And join us again tomorrow for day two of our week, Reeling It In.
1: Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.